That's your Podcast. cue. I was get. I had the song. Oh, I forgot all about the song. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go. I don't want to now. I'm still. I'm honestly. I'm still processing a lot. I'm still what? processing a lot of of things at the moment. I'm trying to. I'm really trying to get in the zone, dude. But prior to us going live here, I unveiled something to Rye that I didn't. I really didn't want to. <laughs> I can't help it. It was just one of those things. Like watching a car crash, you have no control over stopping. You can't mm-hmm. look away. You know what I mean? That's how this felt today. Um, are we on the book of face yet? No, something's going <laughs> on. Oh, man. All right. Well, in the meantime, to anybody that may or may not be, to the three people that are listening to our podcast at home, I uh, I wanted everyone to be aware. <laughs> I need some water. <laughs> a choked up. Off to a great start so far. Oh, that's good. It's good water. We have been absent from the podcast for a few weeks, and I am to blame for 99% of it. I had a, a back injury that absolutely wrecked me. It, uh, I, I was under the impression I had herniated 12 discs in my back, and I was out of commission for quite a while. Um, are you trying to figure out how to go live right now, or are you I'm, typing nope. a manifesto? I'm typing. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Is it a manifesto? What are we doing? Typing in the titles, and now we are live. What's the? What do you mean the titles? The titles for the podcast. What's the titles? Loki had uh, Kobe. I did have Kobe and a bacchiotomy. So we were absent because number the first, also known as one, I hurt my back. So we at Dynasty, as I talk about quite often, we have uh, we do a ton of of e-commerce sales and a big part of that is uh brian tilly racing parts camshafts and such so went out to bardstown to pick up a pretty big order of camshafts and on the drive back <laughs> i went to turn off the main highway so you, you went to you went to bardstown to take on a huge load yes okay i'm a, lo- I'm a over the road load taker <laughs> and uh lot lizard if you will <laughs> and uh on the way back uh i look in the rearview mirror and I see, oh, geez, the tower of camshafts is starting to tip. So I stop, I push them straight back up, and I get to a parking lot. And I'm like, I'm just going to pull them out of the bed of the truck, and I'm going to put them in the back seat so they don't tip. One of the boxes fell. I go to pick it up. And as soon as I picked it up, I was fine, got it up to my chest. I go to put it in the back of the truck, and I felt the most excruciating pain I've ever felt. It absolutely wrecked me. So I, I, be- I couldn't move. I could barely breathe. Um, I had to take, uh, collectively like a week and a half off work and went to the chiropractor for a lot of wasted money. Um, which like, have you ever been helped by a chiropractor? Yes. Yes, I have. I have. Have Yes, absolutely. I have. However, my beef Wellington with chiropractors is if you have a serious back injury, you need to go to a back specialist because a chiropractor will just try to bleed you dry on money. So he, that's, what, they, that's what I'm saying. They're, they're not real doctors. They're not, but I will say, like, I've gotten alignments and my neck cracked and like uh electrolysis therapy or whatever, and it really does help, but it's not an end all. Right. Um, that what they do is like this is how they got me. I got got. They they tell me, all right, this is what we need to do to fix it. It's 90 bucks for your first visit. And by the time I left, I felt I felt better. They submitted to my insurance company that said and said I needed 26 visits to help fix my back. It's See, a cash grab. It's a fucking cash exactly. grab. That's my thing with, with Cairo is I've 
I've had some good experiences with chiropractors over the years, but a lot of times I've, especially with like a lot of injuries, like severe back injuries, because they always try to avoid surgery. Surgery is like the, obviously back surgery is probably the worst possible surgery you can get. It depends though. Like a, a bulging or herniated <laughs> disc, they have yeah. like small procedures that are a pain, but they're in and out procedure type things. My thing is it, it, my wife has gone through this. I've gone through this being in the Marine Corps through Naval Medicine where they're just trying to, well, we're going to try to manage your pain. Like I don't want pain management. Fix the fucking issue. Yeah. Like can. I'm not going to just chug a bunch of muscle relaxers and hope anyway. Whole thing is a nightmare, but my back started to get healed up and I was feeling good. And then Jasmine went to a holiday world in Indiana. I'm blaming her publicly for this. It's her fault. And she came home and the next morning she was like, <clears throat> I have a little small tickle in my throat. I think I might be getting sick. And I'm like, you better go get the old Rona test. She's like, I don't need it. I'm invincible. Yeah. And uh, a couple of days later, I mean, she was, she, was, she was hurting. She was hurting bad. Friday, this happened Monday. Friday, I'm at work. It's like 11 a.m. And I'm like, dude, I'm feeling like I'm going to die. Like, I need to get out of here. So I leave work, take a COVID test on the way home, lights up positive. I'm like, great. So for a week, COVID buried me. Oh my God, it's bad. Like, I complain and bitch. It wasn't the worst thing in the world, but it was like the moment you feel like you're getting better, you wake up with a new symptom. It was a wheel of death you just spun every yeah. morning. Um, all that to say, that is why the podcast has been uh, out of commission for the last few weeks. Very sorry to everybody for not providing you with terrible content for the last couple of weeks. <laughs> Slight hiatus. Our fault. Yeah, we have nothing to talk about. Um, I have quite a bit to talk about, actually. So do I. All right. Well, you go first. Uh, well, the last time we did a podcast, we were talking about going to Power Tour. And we have since done Power Tour. By we, I mean me and Scott from Drag Week. I know this is confusing, and a lot of people get Power Tour and Drag Week confused. They're two completely separate events put on by the same organization. But myself and Scott from Drag Week, um, we did Power Tour. Uh, started in the beginning of June, and it was a week-long deal. Very hot. Uh, very eventful. We didn't actually end up finishing the event with the car that we started with. So like when we started Power Tour, um, we started here in Eastern North Carolina and we decided to drive from here. It started in Memphis and it finished in, uh, um, where did it finish? Atlanta, Georgia, <clears throat> at Atlanta Motor Speedway, the NASCAR track. So if you're unfamiliar, Power Tour, Hot Rod Magazine puts it on. It's like the world's largest road trip, basically. Uh, there's no, unlike drag week, it's not a competition or anything like that. It's just a bunch of car guys get together and they migrate from, from one place to another at five different places. I, I keep wanting to say track, but it's not tracks necessarily every single day. Uh, and then you finish, we finish in Atlanta and then next year, the event will pick up in Atlanta, Georgia. Power tour has been on going on for ever. And, uh, there's this group called the long haulers, which is the people that do the entire trip uh just to surmise the whole trip we put 2200 miles down in seven eight days excuse me eight days so when we left north carolina uh we programmed the phones to the gps basically take us off of no interstates absolutely no interstates so if you're unfamiliar with the geographical locations of states within the united states north carolina and tennessee 
border each other. They're next door neighbors. We didn't go that route. We went from North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, I believe Alabama and Arkansas, I think. Oh, Bamaru. Something like that. We basically, instead of going like straight across, we went underneath, which was super cool. Like we saw the uh, the highways and byways. It was, it was one of the things that I loved about Drag Week was taking all these back roads and s- cruising through all these small towns. Highways and byways, you say? Yeah, I don't know what a byway actually is. I want it's, you to tell me what a byway is before I you don't continue. Know. It's an old saying. Preposterous is what it is. <laughs> Preposterous is another word that's very often used in today's vocabulary. The good but word. It was a killer trip uh, up until day two. Um, we pulled over. So Scott has had a 1980 Camaro that he has had since like 30 years. I, that's the car that I've known Scott for when I met Scott. When my early years in the Marine Corps, Scott's been in the Marine Corps, joined the Marine Corps well before I did. Scott was in Desert Storm. He bought this car forever ago. I think the last time the car ran, he said, was 2011. Hell of a year. And why is that? I don't know. <laughs> so he thrashed and put the car together. 358-inch small block Chevrolet, traditional small block, turbo 400, 12-volt deal. It made about 550 horsepower on an engine dyno NA deal. Um, it was loud. It has T-tops, and the heat index was 111 degrees. Perfect. What could go wrong? The first day absolutely brutal uh because scott refused to put the t-tops in um or not cruise with the music blaring so you do you know what um what are the fuck are those mufflers called what are the mufflers with they got the discs on them super traps yeah you ever seen those we've talked about it yeah from, yeah it, i've never i'm not privy to this but your explanation makes me want them so super trap mufflers are super old school no pun intended um but it basically looks like a megaphone and on the end of them they have discs and the more discs that you put on them it's a diffuser basically for the sound it's almost like a uh it's almost like a suppressor or silencer on a rifle um it silences the pulses coming out of it and just dissipates that energy well if you take the discs out well then they just became megaphones and they're insanely loud so the two other people that were cruising with us for our buddy. Hey, Josh. did your screen freeze just now? Nope. Okay, mine did. You just froze like crazy. I'm getting. I can. You're fine. Okay, you're fine. Yell me. I just didn't know if it was the internet. It's fucking side. fine. So we're Go back to your super <laughs> trap conversation. So 1980 Camaro, small block Chevy, super trap mufflers, very period correct. Cruising with a 1980 G10 short wheelbase van. The the creepiest disco van you could possibly imagine. And then our buddy Mark with his 1949 Chevy pickup truck that was set on a 93 S10 frame. So the three of us mobbed all the way to just north of Atlanta. And um, in the evening of day two, we pulled over to a gas station and Scott's car started making a little bit of a noise. I didn't even hear it, but we decided to pull valve covers off and we found a valve spring that was completely shattered. It looked like a stack of wedding rings. I've never seen a valve spring break the way this one did. And I don't understand how somehow the retainer and the keeper still held the valve up and the valve never touched the piston. So we lucked out on that, but um, we spent a couple hours trying to see if we could source parts from anybody locally. People, people were willing to drive like four or five hours to come to us, but we came to the realization like, 
this is power to her. It's not a competition. It's just a cruise. There's no reason to jump through a whole bunch of hoops um, to to half-ass repair a car to make this event. Like we're not in the middle of it. We haven't even started. So we made a smart decision. Um, we left the car north of Atlanta at uh, one of Scott's friends, and we jumped in the back of the creepy van, courtesy of Josh Marney, and mobbed all the way to Memphis. So then I spent day three. This is actually like minus day minus one because it's before Power Two even started. <clears throat> Riding in the back of a G10 van that sounds like it's falling apart at 80 miles an hour. 75 miles an hour is like you might be lucky to cruise at that. There's no seats in the back. So I literally was riding on like one of those fucking fold open camp chairs <laughs> in the back of the thing. I <laughs> would take every turn no, I could. No seat belts, nothing. Oh, no. Oh, Josh doesn't hold back when he's driving the thing. And then I'm sitting in the back and now this is a van with no fucking windows. And everybody up front, we're driving through Tennessee, which I love Tennessee. It's a beautiful state. And they're like, look at this house. Holy shit, look at that. And I'm in the back and I can't see a fucking thing. And so you're just so, <laughs> six just, hours of saw a little porthole in the side six, to watch. <laughs> six hours of sweating, insane noise, because this thing has like Corvette Stingray side pipes on it. So it's absurdly loud for what it is. It's slightly anemic. It's not fucking fast at all. Um but we made it to Memphis, and we got to Memphis. We headed to the airport, and shout-outs to Hertz. Hertz rental car and the ladies that work at the airport at Hertz rental car, um, they were delightful because usually, I guess, they don't do a – What happened at the rental car facility, right? We don't do – they don't do one-way rentals for, like, the premium vehicles. Like, we didn't want to rent a V6. So we decided we want to rent something cool. So I'm on the phone with all the rental car companies – um, and I don't know if you know history or not, but Hertz historically has rented cool cars. Like right now at certain airports, you can go rent a GT 500 Hertz edition. So you can go rent a 750 horsepower 2022 Mustang GT. I'd return that son of a bitch with a V6 in it from Hertz. You can go get them. They're at certain, like the top 20, uh, airports. Um, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but Memphis international does not rank amongst those top 20. So we had to settle for a Coyote, uh, but we rented a 2021 Mustang GT Coyote car, 10 speed. And uh, the ladies there worked some magic to allow us to be able to rent it, finish the cruise and drop it off in Atlanta. Usually you have to drop it off where you rent it, but they were super cool. Um, and we did figure out that all the various track modes of a Coyote car, they do pretty good burnouts. So. I didn't rent the car, so I'm not afraid to talk about it. <laughs> Return it with just roasted out belt showing tires. That was the plan. I've, I've treated every <clears throat> rental car I've ever owned in the same fashion, regardless of power. And I, I don't think I've ever returned <laughs> one not broken in one way or another. I, can't, I would never buy a used car that was once a rental car. Usually for me, it's like I try to jump them. Nah, I just try to neutral drop them. But That's the new it. cars are smart, man. They don't yeah, yeah. They engage a rev limiter before it allows it to put in the gear. It's really so that car we figured out, like, because I was messing with Scott, we're going down the road, and I tell him to floor it and, like, hey, let's do a high speed rip. And so he'd floor it, and I'd reach over and grab the shifter and put it in neutral in the middle of us, like, at 100 miles an hour just to see what it would do. And it just goes, it hits 4,000 RPM. It just stays there. It doesn't, it saves it 
It saves yourself from yourself. Have you, uh, that just reminded me, the rev limiter thing reminded me, have you noticed people online uh, looking for older SCT handheld devices to buy? Only you. So um, I put that post up because, and I didn't realize this, and I don't know the intricacies of this, and maybe someone can chime in, uh, the six people watching. Um, so we have a Coyote car at the shop. It's a, a Crown Vic that we built a couple of years ago, came back, customer noted that it felt like it wasn't making boost and a couple other small things. So we're doing a little revision on it. It's got a Coyote power pack drop-in engine, VMP supercharger, uh, stock engine, bolt-ons, makes like six, 700 wheel on 93, but it looks like a stock Crown Vic on the outside and has stock Crown Vic exhaust pipes. So it's, it's pretty cool. Well, um, I reached out to Palm Beach Dino because I wanted to uh, have them retune the vehicle. Um, they were available and they have a really good reputation with Coyote stuff. So I figured they'd be good to reach out to. Uh, and they have been, they've been great to work with. This is not a bash session on Palm Beach Dino, just to clarify. Um, really, really, actually, if anything, it's a praise session, super responsive, immediately respond to my message and email. As, as soon as I purchased the the tuning package on their website, they, they call and anyway, good people. Well, we get we buy an SCT programmer for this thing because they need to use it to tune the car. Plug it up, and there's an error in the system. It won't allow it to flash. Find out that any this specific ECU from Ford, the only X4 you can use has to be made in 2021 or, or earlier. Then it clicks. There's like a dozen people that are like looking to buy your X4 programmers. We'll pay cash right now. It doesn't matter, matter if it's married or unlocked or locked. We don't care. And my guess is that the older X4s have capabilities that the newer ones physically, legally cannot. Yeah, yeah. I see where you're going with this. That's what I figured when I read that. Yeah, which the other thing is like we're not – there's uh, – emissions equipment is intact on all of these vehicles. So we're not like – I'm not skating emissions by any means. So it's it sucks, but at the same time, it, it is what it is. Um, so we had to look for a, an older model SCTX4, which I – sourced let's see if the dude shipped it yet we sourced one it'll be coming in we'll see if we can get this thing fixed up but it was super bizarre he did ship it that's awesome it was super bizarre to, to hear oh the 400 program you just bought won't work with a 29 no 2017 four dropout power pack it wasn't like an old you know what i mean this was a full oh okay so Ford motorsports you know they sell the power pack wire and fire kit it's a coyote trans and a harness and everything Oh, okay. So it was the Ford. Oh, I, when you say dropout, I didn't know if you meant like it came out of a car. It's no, the no. Ford. Yeah. Yeah. It's their, they call it the power pack or whatever. Yeah. So Gen 2 Coyote, blah, 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 blah. It's so bizarre to me though, that you can't, it just physically wouldn't push into the tune. It wouldn't let it. Yeah. So we're scrambling. Now the customer's got to buy two X4s. It's not, I mean, it's not on me. It's not my fault that it didn't work. Yeah. So, but luckily this guy is going to take our, ours in on trade for a good deal for the client. So I will say, I don't envy anybody in the <clears> industry <throat> right now that is working in the area of stock ECU tuning. It's awful, man. It's yeah. a nightmare. But at the end of the day, like a lot of the stuff, it is what it is. It's, it's not going to stop hot rotting. No, if anything, it's going make it more exclusive and probably drive the desire up more. And at the end of the day, like you live in a rural area, the, the federal government is not going to chase down every single county in the country right. and go after people for modding their cars. So it's, it is what it is, but yeah, that was a bizarre scenario to be a part of. Um, and like, and obviously coming back to work after a few weeks off, 
and trying to put my head straight with how much we have going on was a nightmare factory. <laughs> this whole week, I felt like I've been playing catch up, but it's finally things are finally falling in line, which is very nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So the rest of Power Tour was, um, I would say, uneventful, but it was extremely hot. And I will say this, and I won't blame Hot Rod Magazine for it, but there was a few days there where the event was ran absolutely terribly i mean it's just a mobile car show am i right yeah so there were four thousand cars signed up to do the long haul wait wait why wouldn't you not blame the company that puts it on if if, for being run poorly because they they rely up so when they put on these big events you've done pri and you've been a part of the setup right It's it's always amazingly run that's pri but not every place is like that but you know you pack up your stuff and then you just leave your crates there and then who handles the rest of it i'm going to play devil's advocate in this conversation okay go ahead a four thousand entrance is that what you said yes how much is the entry fee i don't recall i don't know i didn't pay for it i think like 150 200 bucks i'm gonna look it up so memphis memphis was the first stop um, and the reason I'm complaining is because nobody knew what was going on. I understand that 4,000 cars and funneling them all into one venue is a pain in the ass. And we're at the Memphis uh, Fairgrounds because there was originally supposed to be at Memphis International Raceway Park, which has been sold and is probably going to be turned into a storage facility. Um, so they switched venues to the state fairgrounds. Now, the venue was more than capable of handling the amount of cars and people coming in. The problem was, what are you doing? I don't know. My phone just turned its volume up all by itself. Um, so, like, I literally didn't even have my phone hands on it. Uh, the That's what she said. So when we pull into the place, I, I mean, there's traffic outside in the city, which is whatever. It's to be I, I'm not trying to interrupt. I just have one quick question before we continue. Go ahead. The 4,000 car count. Is that an accurate count? Yes. Okay, continue. So... The, the people who work each facility are the people who belong to that facility, not Hot Rod Magazine staff. Because, like PRI, and a lot of these places, they're union workers. So you have to use their people. So you have to use the people for the Memphis State Fairgrounds to put on an event there. They didn't have a freaking clue. So for the Hot Rod Magazine, it, it's kind of corny, but there's, there's long haul, there's gold, and there's platinum. Gold and platinum get their own... Super special exclusive parking spots. $400 for gold pass for the record. Yeah. But the regular basic one, I think it's like 250 or something like that for long Platinum is $2,300. Platinum is $2,300 because they book your hotels for you. So you pay for hotels and the event. That's great. So, so I'm sorry. You keep going because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roast this so hard. So we're pulling in and these guys, I mean, there's this dude. I don't want to like pass judgment on people but uh, judge it up we're all friends here he was clearly tweaking and fiending for something because meth out of his fucking his skull. mannerisms he looked like he gave himself tattoos with a bic pen and a razor blade and he's working the the setup yes he has seen some shit <laughs> so he rolls up to the window i'm expecting him to ask if we want our windows washed but he's like have y'all had your thing scanned yet and we had passed like 20 other people that would have scanned the credentials um, so we get the credential scan in the car, we park the car, and then we waited in line in 110 degree heat index 
for two hours, no shade, no nothing, no coverage. Like there's no escaping this heat. It's the <clears> summer. <throat> I get it. I'm fully like I'm a healthy male adult. Whoa, I, whoa, whoa. If I put it up, I drink water, I put sunblock on. I'm that's fine. fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I'm going to sweat through everything, but I'll make it. You know what I mean? I know how to get through this. There's a lot of these people. There's a lot of check writing, new balance wearing motherfuckers that were not ready for this heat. And you think uh, the new balances had something to do with it? They might have. I'm not passing judgment, but I'm just saying these American flag. Hey, dudes right here. Your ball sacks hanging out are legit. What if it was? What if it was just dangling? <laughs> So Memphis day one was kind of a shit show. It was a family-friendly show, right? Put your ball sack away. Just to check in. And then all the vendors that were there, like some of the vendors, it seemed like they didn't know what they were doing. I don't know. Like I, I just, mm-hmm. we went mm-hmm. to Nashville the next day. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. Nashville uh, event was at a NASCAR track. We waited oh, yeah. in line for an hour and a half to get into that place. Yeah, oh, yeah. We had a car that had air conditioning, so we weren't suffering. But yeah. there were cars. 4,000 people that were suffering. Dude, there were people dropping like fucking flies. Left Anybody right. died? Did anyone drop dead a heat, heat stroke? There were a few heat casualties. I don't know about deaths, but there know. were definitely some heat exhaustion. I wouldn't be surprised heat stroke. We we pulled over to help some poor dude. Crazy because heat stroke, I used to consider jagging off in a sauna is what I used to call <laughs> heat stroke. You jagging off in a porta potty in Iraq? Jagging off, yeah, jagging off in a... I did one time in Iraq when I was there. Yeah, sure. Summer did. vacation when mm-hmm. I was 12. My dad had a weird taste in vacations. We're going to Baghdad. Yeah, we're going to see my buddy Saddam. Yeah, um, he's a good guy. But no, kind of the shooter. first the first two days were kind of a shit show. After that, it got a little bit smoother. Uh, Alabama, Pensacola, Atlanta. There, we were kind of in and out. But with with Power Tour, it's just like a lot of the guys that are doing the long haul. They just show up, they get their credentials stamped because you have yeah. to get your credentials stamped to get the plaque, and then they bounce and they go to the hotel. It's so and. Dumb. They're like, oh, we did the whole thing. All right. Well, I'm gonna go on record and say I think I think Power Tour is fucking stupid. I, um, I you don't have to agree. Would, one of us has to be cool with it because I don't want Hot Rod Magazine to like hate us. I would say uh, it's stupid. I think it's I don't know that dumb. I will do it again. I think it's the stupidest shit in the world. I think it's so dumb. Personally, I would never do it. I think it's a rolling car show. <laughs> it is, and I think that it's. And I've worked with some of these people um, in the past, and and they can be miserable clients to work with. I, in my opinion. The general hot rod power tour guy that or girl that buys a uh, whatever, some classic muscle car and then shows up and says, I don't know why my Holly sniper doesn't run right, but I paid eighty five thousand dollars. If this car was on a rotisserie, it's spotless. Oh, yeah. yeah. You put it on a rack and it's like falling the fuck apart. Anyway, that's not why I hate power tour. Why, Why I think power tour is bullshit. And I really I wish I went out and I. I went on the power tour this year myself, so I could really in depth roast it. But, and I understand your that uh, you have to hire union workers. I get that a thousand percent. I get that. You can't step on venues toes, especially when they have predetermined setup security and event staff. I get it. Yeah. Four fucking thousand people. And um, let's say the median entry with no platinum, no gold, just 160 bucks ahead yeah. is 640 thousand dollars that is more than enough money for you to bring your own fucking staff to every event at least 20 30 fucking people well trained that have the place laid out to not keep people in the sun all day that's that's the thing is that those unions won't let them do it they okay then find a different venue 
at the yeah. end of the day, oh, yeah, yeah, you're, you're bringing how much money and you or, can, is the thing you can work, you can have union guys on site <clears> so long at like, uh, the Kane County fairgrounds, it was a five to one, like five union workers to one, uh, private contractor. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Get it. But when you're making, and let's call 640 grand, that's not accurate. It's gotta be millions that they brought in personally for this. Right. And you've got to be able to put that money back in for supporting the 4,000 people that are there, especially yeah. when everyone on the power tour is spending $5 a gallon in gasoline to do this trip. Yeah. I don't think that hot rod makes money off of putting on power tour. I really don't. I think it's, it's a, it's a content to, I don't think so. I think it's an old school. It's, it's going to die. Same kind of the same thing with drag week before print media, when print media was king, these events were super cool. They had 30 page spreads in the magazine. Same thing with drag week. Now, like you look at the drag week coverage because the internet is so fast to the, like to the punch that by the time the, the print media comes out, it's old yeah. news. They're on to the next event. So I think like from a from that standpoint, I think they're just keeping it going as tradition and it maybe it's paying for itself. But I do agree 100% that these venues, we're talking about Memphis, Tennessee, the state fairgrounds. You can't tell me that the fucking state fair doesn't bring in when it comes to town in Memphis, Tennessee. It's not a small city. I guarantee you it brings in 4,000 people a day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it, maybe not four thousand cars a day. I don't know, but like Atlanta, um, or not Atlanta? Excuse me, Nashville. Uh, the the track it was a NASCAR track. I don't remember. I don't, the name escapes me off the top of my head, but it's just outside of Nashville. But that was a NASCAR track. It was a super. Or Atlanta was a super speedway, but Nashville was a. It was a legit NASCAR track. It holds the NASCAR Cup Series, and it seemed like this is the first event that they put on. I think they, I think the first two venues legitimately like underestimated how many people were going to show up because you got 4,000 cars that are going, attempting to do the long haul. And in every city you have, however many locals that are coming out for that day, just to, Oh shit, dude, check it out, dude. So, um, I am so sorry to interrupt you. Yep. Yep. Monster clutch company. Is a premium, a premium automotive clutch company that can provide you with whatever you need, and that includes rub downs, grease ups, jag, jag, jagging in a sauna. I'm trying to think of things to say, but all I want to tell everyone is how soft Steve Addison's hands are, mainly his palms. You want to shove a pilot bearing in the back of that crank hole? Pilot bearing in that crank? You call him like this, just like this, like this. Get it in there, boy. Either way, I just wanted to make sure you knew that Monster Clutch Company is the clutch company for me. So, sorry. Also the, uh, oh, whoa, wait, hold on. They're also the presenters. Wait, 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 wait. Breaking news. It's breaking news. Brian Tooley Racing has some amazing LS camshaft parts and LT Gen 5. They do Mopar stuff. Mm-hmm. A great support staff on hand. A wonderful ESOP employee-owned company. And I just wanted everyone to know that Brian Tooley Racing, well, that's a that's a company I like to support. Yeah. So, well, I mean, I mean, okay, so now I got the clutch to handle the power. And I got a good base. Whoa, 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 whoa. Up. One more. There's one more breaking news break. Yeah, I got this motor from Brian Tooley Racing and I got this badass twin disc clutch from monster clutch but like how am i going to punish this clutch and everything else behind it 
Sorry, I wasn't listening. I have breaking news in my headphones. Go ahead. <laughs> what if that was real Morse code? That you're that good at it? <laughs> Force performance turbochargers. Yes. Those are the turbochargers for me. Gas queen. Gas queen. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Clapped Out Podcast is sponsored by all three of those beautiful companies monster clutch co brian tooley racing force performance turbochargers the best out of those three companies is monster clutches because they gave us the most money and then <laughs> second is brian tooley racing and He's tied in second place is force performance yes. but understand monster clutch companies is obviously the best because again they gave us the most money and yes. just so we can fully support because i want to be the person who like uses the brands that we represent Mm. I have decided to put a five speed in my T my my T10. T-Sen? Your T Sen? My T Sen. My C ten. <laughs> so I'm gonna put a manual pedal. Manual pedal? The manual pedal? Dude, oh, calm I down, right? Shit, man. I'm putting three pedals. All of them are gonna be manual in my C ten. <laughs> You're not doing drive by wire? What I'm putting three cl- three clutches. That's how many clutches I want from How many C-10. clutches do you need? I want a triple disc and a pedal <clears throat> to actuate each one of them. You want a triple dick down behind a dumpster, but we can't always Jeez. get what we want. Um so yeah anyway i'll wrap up the the whole power tour thing um yeah, the first sorry, two days just breaking news came through i had to tell it <laughs> understandable first two days hot sweaty shitty um the last three were fun ate a ton of good food had some fun made some memories and uh all in all it was not a wasted trip i would rather do drag week 99 times out of 99 <laughs> <laughs> uh, i agree yeah me too that's why i've been working so hard on my caprice project yeah what have you been up to i've been listening to a lot of your boy sponge you're gonna get us you're gonna get us a, a, a citation how do you not a citation? oh james tall in the chat mr God, james performance is... turbos to the front dude james is 240 james have you seen the so, video he's so good looking god dude, that guy that james... 240 is riding what do you think james is up to right now uh i don't know so the other night i was messing with uh my buddy sean's truck out here in the garage mm-hmm. and i had a little bit of an issue with uh, doing some stuff with methanol and he goes why did you facetime your boy james but he won't pick up and he always then, picks up yeah facetime he picks he, up right he away. always picks up it's like weird flex but okay. you think he's gonna pick up he, if he doesn't pick up for me you fucking better pick up james Hey, Bucko. What are you wearing? <laughs> what are you wearing? What are you doing, dude? Doing the podcast. Uh, we're live. I just wanted to call you, tell you that I love you. You got a heating pad and ice pack on that back? I would like you to be my heating pad if you want to come on down here. No, that doctor says you can't be sitting in that chair too long. <laughs> uh, I'm going to keep sitting in this chair because all I'm good at is sitting down and pretending I'm, I'm being healthy, but I'm not. <laughs> We were just uh, we we're just sitting here talking about you, and you know, wanted to mutually let you know that you are the most attractive member of the Freedom Factory, and we appreciate you, bud. Someone's got to be it. <laughs> All right, I love you. Do the podcast with us soon, okay? Yeah, maybe next week. Woo. No pants Ooh. allowed. Oh, I always go shortless. There it is. <laughs> Bye. See you later. He's adorable. James Hall, ladies and gentlemen. You know, um, James, the thing I like about James, his face, it's just a good face. I know? get lost in those eyes. I do. I what are you drinking there? Is it a Bud Heavy? Bud Light. Ugh. 
banana on your hat. What does your hat have on it? What is that? Oh, the Savannah Bananas. That's <laughs> the funny baseball team guy. Yeah. Right? Yep. My wife and kids got me Savannah Bananas shirt, sticker, and hat. I'm not a baseball fan, and I'm sure a lot of people listening to this oh, are not baseball fans. Baseball games. Yeah. I mean, a beer and a hot dog at a fucking minor league baseball game is the best. 20 bucks to get in, maybe, and you get the best seats in the place. But if you haven't looked at Savannah Bananas out of Savannah, Georgia, um, they're a collegiate summer league. Uh, just look them up on, I don't know, Twitter, uh, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. And if you don't like baseball, they make it fun. And they've actually inspired me to kind of like play baseball. No, do some cool shit at the drag strip, like burnout box procedural wise. So they always have like these crazy walkouts, like WWE wrestlers and stuff, or they do TikTok dances in the middle of the, in the middle of the game or whatever. But if you watch their stuff, I'm like, why don't we do that in drag racing and make it a party? Like make mm-hmm. the starting line procedure fun. So I've got some ideas that I'm hoping that one day this year or next year, when I get the car back out, I can go a couple rounds because I got plans, man. I remember when we talked with Mike Finnegan, I said, what would your mm, intro nope. song be if you were pulling out to, to race? Uh-oh. Shit like that. I don't like to talk to Mike Finnegan. I don't like him. He's always so mean to me. Okay. Well, I got another Mike that needs to get on the podcast. We'll talk about him in a second, but go ahead. We were... Who Mike who? How many Mike, Mikes? Mike Cotton. Is that a real person? It is. Remember, Mike Cotton was the gentleman that rode with us at PRI, and he was the guy that ate the 72-ounce steak. He's, oh, he's on the show with the with the, yes. the other Mike I did that I hate. So, <laughs> um, so we got a good Mike and a, and a Mike that Logan hates. Yeah, Cotton was on Power Tour, and uh, we talked and chatted a little bit. And he's like, hey, how come you've had Finnegan on three times, but you never had me on once? I was like, well, we got to change that. Yeah, no, I said, I'm down. I like that Mike way more than the other Mike. So, Michael Wayne Cotton from Fast Ruben Finnegan will be an up-and-coming guest. Wayne um, is an underutilized name. It is a pretty good name. But he's Wayne. like, you know what? I, I called him. So <laughs> we're bullshit. And he's like, have you seen my truck? And so he had this like period correct Chevy S10 Blazer on Corvette salad shooter wheels, like C4 wheels mm-hmm. with the period correct mini truck, like graphics, tweed interior, like super 90s retro. I've never been a mini truck guy and I never was a mini truck guy, but I appreciate like a, a tip of the hat to like the retro styling. And when it's done, period, correct. That was what he drove on power tour. So we're sitting there looking at it. And uh, as we're walking over there to look at the thing, there's this guy behind him. So if you've watched Faster with Finnegan, there's Mike Finnegan, Mike Cotton, Dave Newburn. And we're walking along, just me and Cotton, nobody else. And there's somebody behind him going, Newburn, Newburn, hey, Newburn. Newburn! He's getting louder. And I hear Cotton go, my name's not Newburn. But he turns around and just like instant smile on his face. He's like, what's up, buddy? Like the professional that he is turned no around, way. took the picture with him. No, someone called, if someone called me Rye, I'd drop their ass oh, right the fuck there. I applaud Cotton. Mm, like he no. is a man of the people. No He's way. Such a fucking nice dude. So He'd, we're no. definitely going to have him on here for sure. Yeah, no. I, just to clarify. <laughs> If anyone called me Rye, I'd drop them where they stood. <laughs> I <laughs> I make that promise here publicly. I don't think anybody's going to get us. Uh, you know who I need to fight? Yeah, I'm way younger. You're right. Um, 
<laughs> we I'm I'm totally fine with uh, like with getting confused with you just so long as um I'm not you're way fucking slower than I am. I'm, I'm like mentally or physically. All of the above. That's fair. I I we should foot race at drag week. I'm not fast and I got a bad ankle. I'm all fucked up. I I am like a I really I have I have injuries that are in line with like a, a NFL fullback and I do not have an NFL foot <laughs> fullback physique <laughs> nor do I do the activity of a fullback in any way shape <laughs> or form. Like the only fullback activity I have well I have a broke back in a mountain but for real <laughs> I my body is falling apart man. Everyone you know it's really fucking annoying when you hurt your back and everybody in the universe comes out and goes well, you know, once you cross 30, it's all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're done. Yeah. You're fucking done. Brett, fucking Brett Favre played football too. He's 90. <laughs> yeah. Tom yeah. Brady's 170 and he takes balls to the face daily. I, I do too. But all that to say, I am in terrible shape. Yeah. My metabolism has gone to shit. Um, Capri, the Caprice is going to be, uh, we're going to be on the dyno this weekend with the Caprice. What? Really? No. No, not even. <laughs> like, what? Not this even is breaking talking. news because I didn't no, know. No, not even close. Um, no, that's not going to happen. But here's the deal. Uh, I have gotten stuff done on the car. Like today, I put the gas tank back in it. And that, that took five minutes. And I was like, mm, head in for a hoagie. I'm done. Hey, is, is this is a Caprice a G body or is it A body? Because none, none of the above, bud. Caprice is what's known as a B body. Does a B body and a G body share the same front suspension? I don't know. No. Is this a fucking? That's a G body. A Camino. El Camino yeah. is a G body. I'm gonna Google that because I don't know that that's a fact. But I wanted to sound intelligent. I'm just saying this fucking thing seems. This is Brody's car. It seems very big. Like I know, like a G body is like a Malibu. Or no, that's a Cutlass. <clears throat> What's a oh, Malibu's A body? Malibu's an A body. Cutlass, um, yeah, Regals are G bodies. This is a G body. Production resumed for the 1964 to 77 model based the on the B show body. Platform. Yes, which is confusing because Mopar has a B body too. Yeah, because this thing is, it's that back bumper is almost touching my garage door, and this thing I have two feet to walk in front of it. Yeah. It is way bigger than the s10 the s10 that was in here i had three they're small s10s are tiny i had three four feet of clearance in front of the truck and i could Mm -hmm. still drop the tailgate in the back this big motherfucker is is it's she girthy that's the caprice the caprice i'm the same way like you get it inside the inside the garage and you got like very little room to work but yeah no the caprice is um yeah jason webster caprice impalas are b bodies (laughs) b caprice impala And also, uh, fuck. Oh, the uh, Cadillac Fleetwood Brougham, 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 Broham, Broham. So, did I tell you about the rear end fiasco? How all the eight and a half inch rear ends are gone from existence? Yeah, I thought you found one. I did. I got one out of a Cadillac Fleetwood limo, and it is the same axle width as a standard Impala or Caprice, which is awesome. I didn't know it was going to be. The problem is they're different lug pattern. So I need a set of five five on five wheels. Yeah. 
but I don't want to buy five on five wheels because I got to build the rear end anyway, so I can buy five on four seventy five axle, four point seven five axles. Yep. But I all that to say, I need a set of twenty twos at least, and I cannot <laughs> find a set that I like. All love, of the I big rim this. wheel shit is they're so fucking ugly. Like unless you spend six to eight grand, yeah, all the big rims money. are fucking hideous, dude. They're so fucking ugly. There's not a single twenty two inch wheel under two grand that I like. The only other exception to that is U.S. Mag makes like the Riddler or the Rambler or the, yeah. what the f- I don't know what, and those don't look bad. But I have a really hard time stomaching sixteen hundred dollars for a set of wheels that like every boomer on power tour has. Yeah, and they're and they're probably cast aluminum. They're heavy as shit. I'm um, not. That's not. That's not a concern here, bud. I used to have uh, a set of there were twenties, but this is back in early 2000s when 20s back when 50 cent was like dubs were cool yeah i had 20s on a i know you love it when i say this f-150 lightning um <laughs> your fucking face right there so fucking oh, stupid so uh, fucking Ford dumb lightning sorry like, dude, it's like you don't need a fucking bibliography with everything you say you piece of shit do you say neon srt4 or do you say srt4 I don't ever say those together ever. I try to fucking avoid that's, that car. That's fair. That's fair. Jesus. I love the SRT guys that are like, don't call it a neon. It doesn't say neon anywhere in the car. Like, you know. I actually do fucking love SRT fours though. They're sick. <laughs> well, I had uh anyway, so I'm saying all this to this. Centerline had a series of forged wheels in larger diameters that were all right, okay, cost effective. Okay. Yeah. And they're forged, so they're nice. So check them out. Just peep them. Just give them a, give them a little look. No, I want these. I want the Forgiato Maglia old schools, but they're sixty eight hundred dollars. Mm. I can't justify that kind of money. And then, like, yeah, the U.S. Mag Rambler wheels are one, but the ones that I do like are U.S. Mag Bullets U one thirties. Have you seen those? I haven't. I'm looking up right now. They don't look bad. They look cool. They're deep dish. They're five five well, ten spoke split split five spokes and they're not bad um but i'm not i can't justify uh, okay yeah i can't justify eighteen hundred dollars on that on that i mean a lot being, of the guys I'm just being that, cheap i'm being cheap My, i need nipple band-aids is what i need i'll say this a lot of the guys that i know fornicate with that are in the rim racing game i'd say a lot which is like literally three um Two of them have obtained wheel sponsorships, and that's how they afforded the wheels that they have. Prior to that, they just had like 24-inch IROC replicas. I hate those. <laughs> I yeah. hate those IROC replicas. I think but they're, they're cheap. So they're cheap. Ugly, dude. And it's... they just they did it because they're cheap and to fit the class rules to go out and, and they kicked everybody's fucking ass on them. And then Forgiato or whoever the hell, Rucci Forged. I don't even know how I would like word that partnership request. Hey guys, I've done nothing in racing professionally. <laughs> that being said, I have this six thousand dollar project. Can yeah. I have a set of wheels? I know they retail for eight grand, but Listen, I'll plug you in a video that'll get twelve views. We're coming out to fuck up Boost Doctor and Don. No, 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 we're not. That's fucking take that shit back to the bank. Just kidding, uh, Ira. Boost Doctor, we retract the statement. We would. No, no, no. We, bitch, I didn't say anything. You retracted. I, I, I didn't have anything to do with that. I, I was a homie. He's good. Larry Rowland, Memphis Ghost. This is your official fucking call out. We're going to fuck you up. Um, I don't know who that is. Shady. I'm not part of this. Larry Rowland, which Larry? you have two first names, so I should want to race you. Rowland but, is not a first name. 
Roland is absolutely a first name. Oh, yeah. Roland Sands, the bike guy. The bike guy or the black guy? Bike. Roland Sands is a bike maker. Bike builder. Okay, good. Make sure you were describing someone by the color of their skin. No, I said bike. I would never. I would love... Speaking of John L., where's he at? Does he want to come on here? He's in the chat. John L., clap if you're okay, bud. He got a trophy last night for being the fastest car at the no prep test and tune. <laughs> at, so, a te- at a no prep test and tune? So our local track here um, is doing the week of freedom and they're putting on a variety of events every week for this week for the 4th of July. I like it. Wednesday night was no prep test and tune and they gave out a trophy to the fastest pass of the night and then a fast pass on the DOT tire. It yeah it was why are fucking forgiato wheels eight grand because they're forged three piece so what man so okay check this out do you know how much it costs to so mac fab has started bead locking those things you know how much it costs to do a single bead lock on a 20,000 wheels thousand bucks mm, double it two grand yeah to do a single bead lock i bet that looks sick as fuck though it why was... do you need to be bead lock a hard tire uh, so there's a company, Black Flag Enterprises. They make slicks for 24s, 22s, 26s. They make a slick tire. That's, That's what sick. Boost Doctor runs. Yeah, he runs 24s on the back, 26s on the front. Big ass, I don't even know how many, 388 inch cubic inch uh, LS, making a shit ton of horsepower. I mean, you saw the video that I posted up. It, Boost Doctor runs 890s, 880s in the quarter mile when he turns the clocks on because, and everybody's like, oh, he's a no time racer. Like, no, that's just what he's letting you see. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> and that's on rims. So I, I would absolutely love to uh, not experience what it feels like to be on 22, 24s going eights. That seems so fucking scary. I would rather do that than be the guy in the other lane with a Hellcat running nines. Yeah, that would suck. <laughs> Against that a would box suck, Chevy oh, with so fucking pissed. bench seats on 24s. I fucking miss driving it so much, dude. I hate that this motherfucker's not done. It's so aggravating that I can't go drive that thing. And Jason in the chat asked about transport wheels. They don't make a uh, I need a four five on four seven five, and I the only thing you can find you find uh, American Racing has like a a full face. There's a couple different ones, but I don't know. I think a lot of the good wheels because Donks, Caprices, Impalas, etc. are predominantly five on five, like C tens. So Caprices you, are all five on four seven five. Well, not all. Well, no, no, like the old school ones. The older ones, I think, are five on seventy seven to ninety was box. So seventy six and before. Yeah, they're the big pattern. Yeah, so before was the big pattern, and then the later ones were the big pattern. The hmm. like Impala SSs, I think, like the the bubbles, the ninety six. Yeah, SS. because the rear end, the eight and a half inch rear end, I have is a five on five. Yeah, so I think I think you're in that. You're the weird one in that area. Okay, fuck you. Secondly, <laughs> um... <laughs> yeah, you're the outsider, motherfucker. You're the you, you're the one with the shell. Um, I can buy a five on five front rotor. Uh, yeah. I don't know which one fits, but I'm sure like throw a fucking dart at a wall and it'll work. So I think it's for you. 
and this I'm purely speculating. Um, for C10s, there is a big bearing and a small bearing. I think the small bearing C10 rotor would be what fits on your car. Just take a mental note of that. We'll look it up later because I'm sure it's really entertaining for everybody listening. I could go for a sandwich. I'm hungry. I'm starving. I have chorizo lasagna in there cooling down right now, and it smells. Hey, where's your flaming hot Mountain Dew? Oh, hold on. Keep talking. I'll go get it. You want me to chug it? When Rye was seven years old, he opened the bathroom door. He saw his father's naked butt. As he approached his father, he asked a simple question. Papa, why do you have two front tails? It was then that Rye learned of his dad's deformity, also known as the double dad dick. Anyway, that's, uh, that's all I have to say about that. What's up, dude? Can't wait to go back and listen to that. I just talked about how you saw your dad naked and he had two dicks. And it's referred to as the double dad dick. So dude, I'm I don't want to do this. Just take a sippy <laughs> sip, dude. Just take a just, sippy. Just take a sip. It's not gonna be that bad. A flaming hot anything's not bad. No, just take a sippy sip. So hey, aerate it like it's wine though, and tell me what you experience. If you guys haven't seen this, this is Mountain Dew released a flavor called Flaming Hot. Um, it's Mountain Dew with a blast of heat and citrus. And what if you find out you're allergic to something in it and you die on camera? Yeah, my whole family is in New Orleans right now. I'm the only one home. Oh, yeah, bummer. And chug it then. You smell the cork. What's it? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking idiot. Jay, but, I don't want to deal on some frogies, you piece of shit. What do you chug it or just sip no, it? No, just take a little sip. Do what you want, bud. Just just gargle it, just, it though. Gargle it. It smells and, like regular Mountain Dew. Yeah, drink it, gargle it, and, gr- and drink it. But take a sip and gargle it. Give it a gargle. I'm gonna give it a good. Give it a gargle. Aerate. I'm not gonna gargle it because it's foamy. I'm gonna give it a good. I'm gonna give it a good suck. Give it a gargle it like a lot lizard. Happen. Okay, so this is my um, review of Mountain Dew Flaming Hot. Okay, as you take your first sip, I'm going to describe in detail to our listeners at home what your face looks like. Scared to do this right now. Right, he's going in for his drink. Sip is in. Fairly large sip. He's looking around. I don't know why he's taking such a big sip. Is he going to chug the whole thing? I don't know. Okay, he's swishing it. There's a swish action. He doesn't seem that upset. He's not that upset. Okay. How's it taste? Not bad. I have no heat. Oh, back of the throat, a little bit. It's like a cayenne heat. The Porsche? No, it's like if you ever had a Bloody Mary that's a little bit spicy. Oh man, I love Bloody Marys. What it's, is it about the Bloody Mary where they're like, oh, how many fucking trinkets can we fit in this drink? And like yeah. you go to like airport bars and there's a whole fucking cheeseburger hanging out of. I'm not mad at it. I'll eat a cheeseburger with my Bloody Mary, but like, don't stack six sliders on my Bloody Mary. Yeah, sliders or like you put like um, it's always celery and candy bacon, fucking whole bacon. Celery, I'm good with. No, I'm fine with it. I like it, but But it's just a lot. When you put bacon in an ice cold drink, I'm like, "Mm." honestly, I I love bacon. So not bad. Take another sip. It's not. It's not hot. It's not flaming hot. So did you get the wrong one? Mm -mm. I would legitimately. I would legitimately drink that. One second. Yes, sweetheart. I'm podcasting. What are you doing? It's... Yeah, Rise Rise dragging it out. He's doing a wine tasting on Flaming Hot Mountain Dew. Yeah, he liked it. Rye, can you do me a favor, bud? What's that? Why don't you take us home? This 
has been. No, no, it's cool. I hate rye intensely, and this is a good excuse to get off the podcast. Jasmine, shut your face! Get up, Jasmine! This has been the Clapped Out Podcast. Please don't divorce me. Presented by Monster Clutches, the title sponsor. The, the best biggest backer. Sponsor. The best backer. And if you're uh, going to support those, honest, the best fronter. If you're going to support those that support us, also, check out Brian Tooley Racing for all your late model performance needs. Not just Chevy. Mopar Ford. The Godzilla stuff is on fuego over there. Oh, shit. Right, real quick. Did you get enough sun today? Yeah, why? Because you can vitamin D's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Good is courtesy of Jason Webster in my DMs. Thank you, Jason. <laughs> and then make sure you head over to forceperformance.net or forceperformance.shop. If you got a side-by-side, side you by have, side, uh, side, side, side. You know, Logan said he was super Logan stoked on. He's super stoked on. SRT4s. Fours, fours, fours. Mitsubishi Evo. Evo. Subaru WRX. Subaru. STI or any Vape other. up, bro. Any other insane acronym that you want. We've got an acronym. We got a turbo. Turbochargers has you covered. Forceperformance.natures. This has been the Clapped Out Podcast. It's dinner time. And, and we are out.